We're very thankful today to be joined via the phone line by John Dozier. He is with First Southern Bank. John, thank you so much for the time. Thanks, Will. Appreciate it. So tell us, what's your official title with First Southern Bank? Uh, I am the uh, president and CEO of the bank. And have you been president and CEO of First Southern Bank since joining First Southern Bank? We actually, in 2002, a group of local uh, bankers and I think it was about 60 individual Southern Illinois shareholders got together and we actually started First Southern in uh, 2002. Uh, so yeah, I, I've been uh, president and CEO with the original and now president and CEO currently. Now let's back up beyond that. Who was John Dozier growing up? So I grew up in Belleville, uh, the northern part of Southern Illinois, if you will, I guess. Grew up there, pretty heavily involved in sports as a kid. Actually went to McKendree University in Lebanon, so uh, always kind of been in Southern Illinois. And the reason I brought up athletics, I played baseball at McKendree. Wasn't quite good enough to play at Southern Illinois University. Pretty good baseball team at the time, if you remember uh that was when Itchy Jones was there in the World Series. And anyway, so I uh, grew up there, uh, worked for larger banks uh, up in the area, had a chance to uh, move to Southern Illinois. Actually, I worked for Magna Bank when we uh, merged City National Bank out of Murfreesboro in. We kind of started a region in Southern Illinois, and I was asked to come down and run that. That was in at the end of 1994 and been here ever since. What was your first job in the banking business? Gosh, I think it was uh, credit analysis where I would review uh, the financials of, of people that would want to borrow money from the bank and then uh, kind of gradually you know, progress from there. Was banking something that you accidentally got into or was it something that you aimed for? Well, my whole family, uh, both parents and, uh, and my brother, actually are both uh, school teachers and administrators. And uh, so I kind of thought I was heading in that direction. And then I decided I kind of liked the idea of, uh, of working for a bank and actually uh, went to work for them in Belleville and, and just decided I liked it and just kept moving forward with that. John Dozier is with us today. He's president and CEO of First Southern Bank. How many locations does First Southern Bank have at this point? Right now we have 18, 18 locations from uh, Grand Tower to uh, El Dorado, uh, basically running down 13. And uh, so, yeah, we've, uh, we've grown quite a bit from we actually, in, in 2002, uh, when we started the bank, we actually acquired uh, Shawnee State Bank. Uh, started in Grand Tower and had a branch in Carbondale. So we actually ended up acquiring them and then grew from there. Built our current location in Carbondale 2005. And then in 2008, we built the Murfreesboro and a Carbondale location on the west side of town as well. So you talked about it earlier. You said 60 individuals and you and some other bankers got together to form First Southern Bank. That had to be quite a risk to take. Yeah, I, I guess uh, maybe uh, maybe the, the, the bankers that got together and, and myself uh, maybe were somewhat naive, but we felt like we kind of thought we knew what 
our friends and customers wanted in Southern Illinois, and we wanted to to do that. We all worked in larger banks, and uh, we wanted to be able to uh, be locally owned and local decisions, and uh, we thought it would work. We had 60 people uh, willing to uh, make investments uh, as such to, uh, to to help us. It's worked out pretty well. We uh, we tried to take care of the customers as, as best we can and uh, try to treat them like we'd like to be treated. And, uh, so, so far, it's worked pretty well. So how does that work exactly when you go to start a bank? Obviously, you have to have investors, and I don't, I'm not asking you to name names or say how much people invest, but if let's say Will Stevens wanted to start a bank tomorrow, how much money do I have to come up with to start a bank? I'm not quite sure the number today, but I'll just back in 2002, 60 people, we raised $6 million. So we didn't have one large you know, person that took over the whole whole bank. It was more of a you know minority representation where everybody uh, had smaller pieces and uh, still large investments. But uh, uh, so we just that that's what it took back then. Then you know there's the regulatory issue. Banks are uh, kind of overseen by FDIC and and the government as well as the state. So you have to go through all the approval processes there, and uh, they're pretty detailed in what kind of experience the bankers and the board of directors has and what they can bring to the table. And uh, because they are, your money is FDIC insured, they want to make sure you actually know what you're doing. And knock on wood, so far we've, uh, we've done pretty well. Well, I think that you've done well. Mike Cripps, of course, from uh the first bank and trust in Murfreesboro, when I was interviewing him the other day, he said he considered them to be very much a community bank. And he also, at the same breath, said, I also think First Southern is a community bank, even though they're much larger. And that was the only other bank that he mentioned in the course of that comment. And that stood out to me. Yeah, well, that, that's nice. Mike and I, you know, we're friends. Uh, you know, we it a lot of the local banks. Uh, we try to work together. We compare notes and talk and uh, uh, just try because it's tough. I mean, it's tough out there. There's a lot of competition. People have a lot of choices on where they where they can bank. Uh, there's a lot of uh, internet banking going on too. You know, so people like them and us. You know, we try to uh, we try to just take care of people locally how we can best we can and uh, uh, hopefully hopefully people can see the difference i always like to ask people in the banking industry to address this question if i'm john doe and i want to start a italian restaurant in southern illinois and i need a loan to start that restaurant what common mistakes do people make whether it be in that scenario or a similar scenario when approaching a bank to get a loan the first thing i would do is is get with someone that can help you establish a business plan figure out what your projections are going to look like as far as what you think you can do what your expenses are siu actually has the uh, small business development center who actually does that for free uh for projects like that they can help out tremendously they're professionals there and can help people out you know so that that's kind of the first approach and then uh 
you know, you just just go in and, and lay it out with, to your banker and uh, and uh, see where it goes from there. Are restaurants particularly difficult to loan money on because of a, the failure rate of them? All startup businesses are are, are tough. I mean, and it, for people that have started businesses, they they know that. So it's uh, I, I wouldn't categorize restaurants as you know a lot different than other businesses. You know, there we we've got a lot of customers that are, that run restaurants and do a really good job at it. And uh, uh, but it's just you know startup businesses are tough, and uh, uh, just kind of got to make sure you you've got all your ducks in a row and understand what you're getting into it's a huge commitment to start a new business what is the biggest difference in the banking business and the way that it operates today versus the way it operated i think one date that came to my mind you mentioned 1994 when you look back at your experience in the banking business what's changed the most I think technology has changed. Customers now have access to their money 24-7. They can transfer money. Mobile banking, you know, is there. You can do it off of your phone. You know, I think most banks typically don't see as much lobby traffic traffic as uh, we used to, uh, which, uh, which which is different. You know, we, we always like having customers come in, but uh, it's so much easier uh, for customers to... Uh, to get a hold of their money and make transfers, make loan payments or uh, whatever, whatever they need. You know, we hear stories about how grandpa went in and got a loan for X amount of dollars based upon a handshake. And is that kind of stuff even possible today with the regulations that are in play? Well, it's, it's possible with your, you know, with, uh, with the local banks in particular, I think I'll, I'll speak for them because we are one, uh, and I don't, I'm just not talking about us, but, uh, you know, local banks, I think that relationship, which I talked about earlier, that's important. I think people can make a phone call to their banker and say, Hey, I want to, I need to buy a new truck. And, you know, so they'll, they'll know right away what, you know, what that uh, is going to look like and if that can happen uh, you know we that's the way we kind of do business and I know uh, uh, one of the things we were talking about our history you know in, in 2014 we we merged with Bank of Marion and then right after that a couple months later merged with Heron Security Bank again all locally owned uh, locally managed banks that all had the same concept and same way of doing things as we did and some of the other uh, local banks do and so it uh, I think those relationships with those banks I think you can still get that kind of uh, service done at your local banks John Dozier is with us today from First Southern Bank John you and I serve together on the SI Now board which is a group that is working to try to lift up uh, this region's economy, and I see you involved in various things like that. And so I know that you care about the region beyond just your own, um, you know, home and beyond just your own checking account, so to speak. Uh, But why uh, do you care about this region? Well, you you hit it. You hit it. It's home. You know, we uh, uh, this is where we live, and uh, where we where we do business, and where we 
we you know enjoy our families and uh you know just what what's the uh somebody's got a saying where we work live and play you know it's uh this is home so we and and from a business perspective we you know the more southern illinois grows the better our business the better everyone's business will do uh and that's why uh i was more than happy to be asked to be part of uh the SI Now initiative, uh, you know, it's a it's a 17 county uh, from basically from Mount Vernon to the southern tip of Illinois uh, a group that uh, it, you know I've been doing this uh, uh, for a long time and uh, been involved in quite a few economic development groups and uh, quite frankly this is the this is the one that I think has a chance to make a huge difference. The other ones did well. This one. Uh, has a chance to uh, to do actually already is doing some things as far as trying to figure out how we attract uh, more business here, how we help the, the businesses that are here. Uh, SIH has, has been the uh, been the largest partner in this. They really uh, have been getting the the process off the ground uh, with their efforts as well as dollars and. Uh, it just it, it's going to help everybody. The the more more businesses we can attract to Southern Illinois, everybody does better. Now, recently, First Southern Bank, I don't know if bought out is the right terminology or merged with the Bank of Carbondale. What is the right they, term? Yeah, uh, well, we uh, actually merged with Bank of Carbondale. Uh, they uh, and and I apologize. I mentioned uh, the Bank of Marion Heron Security, and I didn't get to. That our most recent one uh, from uh, June of uh, last year, uh, uh, Bob Blyer, who uh, again another uh, uh, another community banker that uh, been friends with for years, he was ready to retire. You know, worked worked with us to try to make that happen to where he could retire. And I think, to Bob's credit, one of the things he really liked. One of the things we've done with the other banks, as well as uh, Bank of uh, Carbondale, one of the big things we like to do is tell everyone that we retain all of their employees. We're not the larger corporation that looks at things from a primarily uh, expense savings. We look at the value, and this, which is what we did uh, in uh, with the Bank of Carbondale, and I think that's what Bob liked as well that all of his folks that have worked for him for an awful long time would can continue to uh, to work with us. Uh, in fact, uh, Bob's son, Nick, uh, Nick Blyer is still with us, and as well as everyone else that uh, uh, that's still uh, still working with us. Uh, so we're, we were excited about that. John, the Bank of Carbondale building right there in the center of town is fairly iconic. Is there anything that you would share with us about the future of that building. Well, so we had we had we have three uh, three locations where we had uh, duplicate facilities, if you will, uh, Murfreesboro, uh, Carterville, and then Carbondale. Uh, the uh, the the one in uh, uh, Carterville was actually acquired by uh, the Carterville School Districts. They're using that for their uh, district offices. And so we have combined uh, all of the employees uh, into into our location in Carterville, uh, the Murfreesboro location. Uh, we have uh, we have sold that uh, building. We will be retaining uh, drive ups and ATMs uh, with our folks at that location. And then I believe uh, there's going to be some office space being utilized 
there as well, uh, kind of be a shared use uh, building in Murfreesboro. And then we'll, we'll of course, have our, our other location uh, in Murfreesboro. Uh, and then the Carbonell location, we are currently uh, kind of preparing that uh, for uh, to for to sell uh we've, we've been talking to several people in hopes that uh, someone will be interested in making that into office space uh it's a very very nice uh, large building uh, right kind of in the center of carbondale so uh, so we've had had a lot of interest in that and we'll see where that goes nobody had a bigger bowl of candy on their desk than john uh, mr blyer senior did <laughs> uh, and, and so every time i'll go by that building no matter what it ever is i'll always imagine him sitting in there and hollering my name as i'm getting ready to leave and telling me to come in and have a piece of candy and talk about something yeah yeah mr blyer was a uh was a great man and uh uh he he uh helped a lot of people in southern illinois and uh so it's it's neat to hear those stories well uh if you if you happen to come in one of our locations, just tell them you, you're looking for the candy and see where it's at. I guarantee you'll have some somewhere. So. Yeah, well, you better. Or you're not a bank in my eyes. John Dozier with we, us today. Um, John, anything that you would want to mention about First uh, Southern's growth or how First Southern came into creation or something on the horizon that I wouldn't know to ask about? Uh. I don't. I don't think so. We, uh, you know, it's you know, banking is a is a people business, and we uh, we take great pride in in the way we handle uh, handle our customer service. I know, uh, you know, sometimes when you put banks together, it's it's it can be a little difficult when uh, when the when the transactions just happen, and so we hopefully have worked through. Uh, in particular, most recently with the Bank of Carbonell, we've worked through those issues and uh, kind of got things back to normal. And uh, uh, but it's it's our people. I mean, that's that's what I like to brag about. And uh, you know, it, that's that's the difference. I mean, it uh, you know all the uh, you know all the local banks have 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 good people working for them, uh, and I I just take pride in the people that work with me and. Uh, uh, and as well, as well as our directors that are involved in the communities as well. John Dozier has been our guest today, the president and CEO of First Southern Bank. John, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Will.